Good evening. Good evening, everyone. How are you doing? Good. If you feel like moving up a bit, then go ahead and do that. Get nice and comfortable. No one got BO in the front rows here, no. I don't think so. Welcome to church tonight. We are in for an incredible evening. I said we are in for an incredible evening. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, you need to be on the edge of your seats. It is going to be a fantastic night tonight. Amazing night lined up. A special welcome to you if you are here for the first time. We are so privileged to have three very handsome gentlemen on the front here. Not you, Wayne. <laughs> we have Stephen and Emmanuel and Pius all the way from Ghana. You stand up. Yeah. Fantastic to have you here. They are all the way from the Apostolic Church in Ghana. And I tell you, it's rocking, it's rocking, isn't it, in Ghana? Yeah, thousands of people. Yes, it is rocking in Ghana. Maybe we all need to pay Ghana a visit. Yes, and Stephen is getting married in January. Yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool if we could all jump on the plane and go and <laughs> go to a wedding? Although you might not want that. <laughs> Very exciting. So. So they are all studying for two years at Equippers College. Isn't that great? Yes, and so they're going to visit uh, our college, Vision College, 
tomorrow, so that's great. I'm going to spend some time with us as well and, and on Tuesday here. And yeah, it's going to be great spending some more time with you. And then we get to catch up at National Conference, which is awesome. So enjoy. Enjoy your night, everyone. How about we celebrate some birthdays and anniversaries? Okay, Jopo. Happy birthday. You better come down. What's up, birthday? Anniversary. That's right. Happy wedding anniversary. Who have we got yelling out here? Oh, Margot. Happy birthday, Margot. <laughs> Yes, I, am, I think I'm allowed to say it's it's a big one. I'm allowed to say it's 70, eh? I just did. <laughs> no, she reckons no one will believe that. <laughs> it's on the internet. Happy birthday, happy wedding anniversary, happy birthday. Yes, stand, have we missed anyone? Have we got anyone hiding? Let's stand and pray. Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour, prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and your goodness through each one. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Well, next Sunday night, people, we have got Faith 101 happening here next Sunday night. Josh Moore is going to be leading Faith 101 uh, during the gathering. So if you are here and you are a, a fairly new Christian, if you ha feel like you need to go over the basics of the faith, that may be more of you here than what you may think. Oh, yeah, actually, I've never really gone over the basics. Well, Josh would love you to join him next Sunday night, 6pm. If you know any friends that that'll be really good for, make sure they're here, bring them along and, and feel free to go and attend uh, with them. That's next Sunday night at 6pm. That'll be good. Also, we have our, have we got our missions um, update there? Our faith commitment income here. You can see the the green on our balloon, what is it, basket, balloon basket. That is how much we've had come in and we need to fill in all of the green into those little boxes. So well done church, that's awesome isn't it? We've got, it's coming in, let's continue that coming in with our faith commitment. Thank you God for bringing those finances in and for blessing our missionaries. Also, I hear that we have given that 2,215 Bibles to pastors in North India. We as a church, our church, 2,215 pastors have Bibles in their hands. Isn't that cool? Awesome. They are special Bibles. They're not just normal Bibles. They're special Bibles. Is it summary Bibles, is it? to help them preach. Isn't that cool? 2,200, I, mean, I reckon that's awesome that they have 2,215 pastors. 
Isn't that cool? Fantastic. And they've got more coming. They're training more and more all the time, aren't they? So thank you, God, for what you're doing through our faith commitment. Amen. Well, we have got a couple of testimonies right now. So I want you to give it up for Leanne and Kathan as they come and share what happened just last night at the night markets. Come on, give them a big hand. Hi guys. Um, um, I'm a part of the team, the encounter team with Leanne. Um, down there we turn up every two weeks at the Kmart night markets. And um, yeah, we set up a store, it's pretty cool. We just go free healing, spiritual insight and anything. And no, it's not what you think. It's not anything weird with tarot cards. Like we have like, we just go and speak life into people's situations because we know we can share God's love. Yeah. Well, anyway, like I've got, Leanne's going to tell you the cool stuff, but like I got amazing healing, which happened like this lady, she had back pain. She's like, oh man, I just need prayer. And I was like, oh, mate, I know someone who can do that for you. So, so I just... I just like, oh, okay, do you mind if I use the name of Jesus? I just find it works. She goes, oh, yeah, I think I talked to this guy. He said his name was Jesus in her head. So, like, God's been talking to her in her head, which has been crazy. And I was like, oh, bro, this is awesome. So I just I just spoke healing over her, just commanded full pain to go away, and she got fully healed right there. Like... <laughs> And I was like, man, that's awesome, eh? You can do stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, man. Like, I know. Um, my Jesus does pretty cool stuff as well, eh? Like, and she, this lady who doesn't even go to church or anything, she'd been going and praying for people in Jesus' name and healing them on us by herself. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, so that was just a pretty cool story. Awesome. Great. Fantastic. Hi, everyone. Um, well, I talked to her sister-in-law, the same lady, and um, she was mentioning how um, what had been happening in the family is there'd been some curse put on them and um, that they'd just been to the hospital and that the family was all fighting and that um, there was like the grandmother had, the mother-in-law had dementia and um, she just felt really, um, yeah, just really down about it. And she was like, we just came here to get some spiritual cleansing. So we're like, oh, awesome. So um, both Kate and I were talking at them to them at different times. So I was talking to one lady and he was talking to the other. And um, so with her, she had just been to the hospital because um, she actually had stage four cancer. And um, so I was like, well, that's, you know, pretty serious. And, you know, lots, lots happening. And um, when I spoke with her, we had like these cards that we use like that have pictures on them. And one of the pictures was her... Was, was this guy just sitting beside a river and um, he was she was like that just takes me home because um, it's Turangi this is where I'm from you know there's a great river there Tongariro and um, she she was like that's just where I feel my peace and and where you know where I get my strength from my family because this is the other side of the family the not so complicated one but um she and then I just really felt just to tell her, you know, like she didn't know the meaning of her name, and I found out her name meant um, God is gracious. And I asked her, you know, do you believe in a higher power? Because we usually say, you know, what are your spiritual beliefs? And she's like, yeah, I believe in a higher power. And just as I was talking to her, um, 
I just, I just said, you know, I'd love to release healing over you. And um, she put her hands out and I laid my hands on her. And, and I just really felt the power of God go through me and into her. And, and I said, you have to come back. You have to tell us how you're doing because I really believe Jesus is going to heal you. And she was like, yeah, yes, I, I believe in Him. And I didn't know she knew anything about Jesus, but um, I really felt like He was doing something. And I just felt to tell her He really loves you because He's not just interested in, He's interested in your soul and your mind, but He's also interested in your body, you know. He loves the whole of you and, and He wants you to be well. So, um, yeah, I just... Yeah, I just think it's cool how God can use us that way because, I mean, I haven't had the greatest year. There's been stuff happening in my life that's probably been, apart from being sick, if you can think of anything else that could go wrong in your life, it's pretty much my life this year. But <laughs> um, I often don't feel ready. I go on a Saturday night and I might have had the worst kind of week. I might be fighting people at home. and then, um, But God still uses me and... And, I, and at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's um, the Bible says, um, in His, in our weakness, He is strong, and that His power is made strength in our weakness. Because it's about Him. It's about us showing people Him. It's not about them going away. Man, that girl was so cool. She like it was awesome. I want them to meet Jesus. So it's just such a privilege, yeah, to be able to be part of that. So yeah. great. We can release healing upon people. We can release the presence of God upon people. Isn't that awesome? And so we've just heard from uh, Leanne and Kathan about these ones that they're releasing healing. They're releasing, we're seeing healings taking place. And I just want to share with you, I heard that Jay testified on Friday night. He prayed for a a guy at school in the last uh, week and saw um, saw his leg healed. He was uh, couldn't weight bear on his leg. He had moon boot on. He prayed for him. He could weight bear on his leg after that. Yes, give give God a hand. Then also, Nicole Coffin. Do you remember, for those of you that were here last Sunday night, she testified to God's healing power in her life for her throat. She was healed in the last 10 days, um, around about that. Then Nicole just told me before that there was another healing that took place on Wednesday night in youth. Nicole um, prayed for someone, had a word for someone, was it, that uh, for hay fever, the hay fever was totally gone. The person had, I don't know who it was, but the hay fever was gone. The person had was weak, feeling sick, and had vitality back into their body instantly. Strength and vitality. Isn't that awesome? Isn't that fantastic? Have I forgotten something? Have I forgotten one? There was something else too, wasn't there? Yes, Kathan and I think Jay also saw another healing. Was it in youth you told me about as well? And at school for Kathan as well. Isn't that cool? So I don't know how many healings we just said that. You know, in the last 10 days, two weeks, how many healings have taken place just through um, ones of us releasing the healing power of God into people's lives, into people's bodies, releasing the presence of God. We can release the, the peace of God. And so I, I hope that you are feeling filled with faith right now. 
because God is here right now. He is here and He is in the business of healing. He is in the business of of allowing us to partner with Him and to release healing into people's lives. So what I want to do now as we we, um, stand together, how how about we stand right now? I want to um, ask those ones that have released healing into people. There may be others here that I don't know about. If you have released healing into people's lives in the last, oh, let, let's say in last month, if you've released healing into people's lives, you've seen healing take place, I want you to come forward. Also, how about you come start coming forward now. Um, also, if you have received healing as well in the last month, if you've been healed, I want you to come forward. And what I want um, those ones, maybe if you can just face the the congregation and if you need healing in this place tonight, there is faith here right now. There is incredible faith. There are people here filled with faith because they have received or released it. So there is faith. If you need healing tonight, then please come forward now and receive healing. Allow it to be released upon your body in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for what you are doing. God, I thank you that you are an almighty God. You are God almighty. There is none like you. You are above all else. And God, we thank you that you are all powerful, that nothing is impossible with you. I thank you, God, for what you are doing through these one's lives as as we've heard about, through our lives, in our lives. I thank you for those healings. We give you praise and glory for what you are doing. And we give you praise for what you are about to do tonight, for what you are about to do in our lives tonight. And we surrender ourselves to you you tonight, God. Have your way in this place tonight. Have your way, loving Heavenly Father. Have your way. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you belong to me, every single person, that you long for every person to come into connection with you, to look to you, to, to allow you to have your way, that you are, you long to touch them. You are a beautiful, beautiful, loving Father. God, have your way tonight. Thank you, God. We give you praise. We give you all glory. We give you honour. Be glorified in this place tonight, God. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Come forward. Come forward. If you need prayer, come forward. Thanks, team.
what we're doing here is we're we're declaring heaven in these people over us, over our city, in the world. Do you believe in that? That there is power in Jesus to break all our chains. We're going to pray that together. We're going to agree with what's going on down the front here. And we're going to declare it for ourselves as well. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. Every chain to break every chain to break every chain. Come on, let's declare it. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. There is power 
chains you break all my chains you break all my chains it's personal you break all my chains you break all my chains you break all my chains yes you do you break all my chains you break all my chains you break all my we thank you so much for what you've done for what you're doing for the direct path that you made to the Father for the fact that we have intimate access to you God we can know you face to face we can come into your throne room the holy of holies your most inner chamber and you invite us in freely because of Jesus we thank you We love you, but we long to love you more.
things have passed away Your love has stayed the same Your constant grace remains the Things that we thought were dead are breathing in life again. You cause your sun to shine on darkest night. For all that you've done, we will pour out our love. This will be our anthem song, Jesus, we
God has one just for you. Are you willing to listen for it? Let's open our ears, let's open our minds and our hearts, our spirits. Listen to the Lord singing over you, rising up within you. And it wells up to the point that it overflows. in search of that.
nothing back You are the Sometimes words get in the way. Sometimes we just need to be still. there and pick it up again toward the end and create a time or a space there where we can really just get before God, open our hearts to Him, express what we want to express to Him and we'll do that shortly. Do you want to take a seat for a couple of moments? Great environment, eh? Wonderful. Thanks, Aaron. I mean, thanks for creating the environment. You can stay or go. You please yourselves. It's whatever. Yes, yeah, stay. That's cool. That's cool. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would help us get your heart tonight. Lord, my prayer is that you would unlock something in each of us tonight that would help us find our voice. And find our voice before you and with you, and with one another. And Lord, that the fruit of finding our voice, of finding our sound would be a release in the atmosphere of heaven, in and through us. For the city, for the nation, and for the nations. But Lord, that the fruit would be a release of the atmospheres of heaven, that we would start to see things take place that we would start to see things, that we would start to hear things that have only been wild imaginations. And Lord, I pray tonight that that would come through the power of agreement. Not only agreement, but verbalizing our agreement. And that heaven would be let loose as a result in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can anyone please tell me what the third law or Newton's third law is. Tell me. 
I left school a long time ago. I haven't got a clue except I wrote it down. Tell me. Help me. Newton's, you guys on this side would probably know this. You're just too shy to say. What is Newton's third law? Who said that? Yeah. Go, Nicole. Give that lady some chocolate or something. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. That's right. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. The statement means that in every interaction, there is a pair of forces acting on the two interacting objects. Did you know? The size of the forces on the first object equal the size of the force on the second object, except the first, they're going in different directions normally. Well, I want to say, while that may be true in physics, it is totally wrong in the spirit. It's just not right. The rules change. The, the, the playground, if you like, that we've, we're set in is different, and the rules in the spirit are completely different. You listen to this. I will make your country a place of peace. This is Leviticus 26. You'll be able to go to sleep at night without fear. I'll get rid of the wild beasts. I'll eliminate war. You'll chase out your enemies and defeat them. Five of you will chase 100. And 100 of you will chase 10,000. That's pretty cool. Five of you will chase 100. And 100 of you will chase 10,000. That's 100 times. If I did the math right, which I wouldn't guarantee, work it out for yourself. But I think that's a hundred times. That is amazing. Of course, there's a precursor to the promises of God. There always is. And it says, If you live by my decrees and obediently keep my commandments. The point of this is, if we agree with God and we do it His way, we can expect multiplication. Not just an opical, opical. opposite, it's a new word, opical. Opposite and equal, not just opposite and equal, we can expect multiplication if we do it God's way. That is pretty cool. God's rules are different to our rules. T.D. Jake said this, I loved it. He said, faith people do not expect to be defeated. Faith people do not expect to be defeated. Fear people get what they agree with. Defeat. Do you need to hear that again? Faith people do not expect to be defeated. Fear people get what they agree with. Defeat. It's a spiritual rule. I've discovered that this, that if Satan can hijack our agreement with God, he can hijack our purposes with God or purposes in God. If Satan can hijack our agreement with God, he's hijacked our purpose in God. In the um, book of Numbers, Israelite men, they sent a whole party of them into the promised land to see where God was taking them. And uh, they were sent in and they were told to come back 40 days later, or they came back 40 days later and they were told to give a report of what they saw, what they found when they went into the promised land. And the report to Moses was this. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak, 
The Amalekites live in the Negev and the Hittites, Jebusites and Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. He said, let's go at once and take the land. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men disagreed. The other men disagreed. It goes on a bit further and it says, Two of the men who had explored the land, Joshua, son of Nun, and Caleb, son of Jephunneh, or Jephunneh, something, Jeff, tore, tore their clothing. They said to all the people of Israel, the land we traveled through and explored is a wonderful land, and, it, and if the Lord is pleased with us, He will bring us safely into the land and give it to us. It is a rich land flowing with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land. They are, as, they are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection, but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. But the whole community began to talk about stoning them. There was disagreement in the camp. How many of you know what happened? They didn't get to enter the promised land because there was no agreement. God moves in atmospheres of agreement. It's another spiritual law. God moves in atmospheres of agreement. I want to talk for a couple of minutes about our culture of agreement. And maybe even more particularly, I want to talk about our culture of public agreement when we're in a setting like this, when we're in a gathering. Can you say amen? amen. Try again. That wasn't very good. Say amen. amen. What are you saying when you say amen? amen. What are you saying? Let it, Let it be. So be it. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. You can say that any other ways you like. You, you don't have to say amen. You could say yes. You could say I agree. You could say that's right. You could say that's amazing. You could say wow. You could say, you say whatever you want. You can say, uh, but, but there's something about the power of agreement which releases the power of heaven in our situation. And I, I really want us to work on our culture at nights here. And I want us to release the power of agreement amongst us. I want us to release something. When we agree with something, I don't want us just to sit there and go, nothing. I actually want us to release the power of agreement. That's what we're doing when we're worshiping. We're releasing a power of agreement together. I remember when I used to ride motorcycles a lot, and this isn't verbal, so it's probably not the best illustration, but I had to look where I wanted to go to get there. When I looked where I wanted to go, I would relax, and my whole body would come into agreement that we were going there, and that's where the motorcycle would go. As soon as I was out of agreement, it wouldn't go there. You tense up, and it's all over. Or maybe a better... A better illustration is meetings. I have a lot of meetings. I'm in a lot of meetings. And one of the things that you learn very quickly is that silence doesn't mean that people agree. So you have an issue or something that you're discussing and you come and you need an answer and you go, how do we feel about this? And someone will go, yeah, that's all right. Someone else may go, no, I don't agree with that. There's other people who will always say nothing. And the mistake, the leader, this is Leadership 101 now, you're getting a free lesson on leadership. The leadership to mistake is to, to make is to think that because they said nothing, they agree with what's happening. But it's not true. 
If you want to have agree, if you want to have consensus, if you want to have agreement in the meeting, you need to look at every person and say, "Do you agree, or are you happy about this?" And every person needs to verbalize their agreement. It's not until that point that you have agreement in the room, because there's power when we verbalize something. A nod means nothing. Do you agree? I mean, I spend some times in countries where they nod all the time. I don't know whether they're saying yes or no. I go, is that yes or is that no? I got no idea, to be honest. Is that yes this time or is that no this time? Yes. The answer is always yes. Yes. Help me. Until I get agreement, I don't actually know. Until I get yes, I agree. Verbal from the mouth, I don't actually know what's happening. Proverbs eighteen twenty one says this: the death of life. Oh, sorry, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it. That is death or life. In other words, our tongues release something of power. In Genesis chapter one, we see God saying, "Let it be," and stuff happened. Let it be, and He created the, you know, let it be, and I put the, the stars in. Let it be, and the trees were coming. Then God said, then God said, then God said. It says. Then you get to Genesis one twenty six, and it says, then God said, "Let us make human beings in our image to be like us." He made us spirit beings and put us in a body, but He gave us creative power. He gave you creative power. And how do you release your creative power? You speak. You speak. The power, the words you say, create the atmosphere that you live in. You create every time you speak. You create an atmosphere. That you live in. If you are speaking negative, if you are speaking horrible stuff, if you're speaking sickness and all that, it creates the atmosphere that you live on. People who talk about being sick all the time get sick. It's true. But if you're speaking the words of God, if you're if you're releasing words of God, words of promise, words of the kingdom, you are creating kingdom atmosphere, and then you're living in that. We have an opportunity every time we come together to agree with kingdom atmosphere. I love that thought. That's why Scripture tells us things like avoid in Proverbs four avoid all perverse talk and stay away from corrupt speech. Two Corinthians one twenty says, for all of God's promises have been fulfilled in Christ with a resounding yes, and through Christ. Our amen, which means yes, ascends to God for His glory. In other words, our yes aligns us to God's truth. Our yes aligns us to God's truth. That's probably a good time to say yes. It aligns us to God's truth. It doesn't say. It doesn't say. A nod aligns us to God's truth. It doesn't say a wink aligns us to God's truth. It doesn't say a nudge of the neighbour aligns us to God's truth. It says our yes aligns us to God's truth. And I believe absolutely, it's yes, a verbal response. And I believe absolutely passionately that we need to learn to and push ourselves to respond to the truth when we hear it. By saying yes, yes, 
there's something of the power of God is released when every time we agree together and say, yes, that is true. Yes, that is kingdom. Yes, that is the atmosphere of God. Yes, that is the promise of God. Yes, I'll take hold of that. Yes, what they said just challenged me and I need to do something about that. I've discovered with Jen, Jen and I have been married quite a long time now. And I've discovered that if, I, if, if I'm with Jan and I just give her a nod, maybe it works better than I thought. And I just nod. If I wink, she thinks I'm pretty special. And if I give her a nudge, I probably just get growled. But if I say, darling, I love you, changes the ball game. Changes the ball game. It does. My kids would say, Get a room, guys. It changes, it changes the ball game. It does, doesn't it? Because I verbalize something. There is power in verbalizing something. It releases something of the truth of God. Now, Sima. Some of you are probably sitting there going, oh, you've just been emotional, Sheridan. That's just emotional. You're just trying to stir emotion so that actually something appears to be happening. You're stirring emotion. But I would answer to you that the Bible says that we are emotional beings. And to discount our emotions means to discount who we are. It's not emotionalism. It's about responding to our emotions. And our emotions need emotions, not emotions, our emotions need to respond to God. They need to respond to God. In fact, I would say this. To not respond to the promises of God is to deny our emotions. And to deny our emotions is to deny our humanity. And that's fake. So, you know, we can sit and be, that was good. I want to jump out of my skin on the inside, but I've got to play it really cool. That is fake. That is not cool. That is fake. Because our emotions are telling us, I need to respond to the promises of God. I've got to, I just got it. Sometimes you just got to jump out of your skin. I've got to respond to the promise. I feel like saying something, but no, I'm not going to. So I'm denying my humanity. I'm suppressing my emotions. And to do that is fake. That is plastic. To sit. Religious. Straight-faced. No excitement about what God's doing, that God's moving, what God's stirring in our lives. That is plastic. To jump out of our seats. Yes! God's doing something special. Our son, He just stirred. He just captivated my heart. He just released something in my heart. He just healed somebody. We just got to praise to God. That is not plastic. That is not emotionalism. That is being in love with Jesus. That is releasing something of the passion inside of us of who He's made us to be. But oh no, fake works pretty good for a lot of us. If Satan can hijack our passion, he's hijacked our purpose in God. If Satan can hijack our passion, as I tell you, if you ain't got passion, you ain't got much. Nothing's going to happen without some passion. Nothing. I lie in bed sometimes, thinking I should get up, go for a run or exercise. And I am passionless. And I lie in bed sometimes. I imagine myself running around the block. Sometimes I imagine myself doing sit-ups. 
Sometimes I imagine myself doing push-ups, but at the end of it all, I'm still lying in bed because I've got no passion to do it. No passion. But if I've got passion, I'll get up, I'll get out there, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. I believe that whatever is in us will verbalise. And if that's passion and if that's agreement with the promises of God, please let it out. Don't suppress it. Please let it out. Just let it blurt out. Anytime. Any, just let it blurt out. You know, like when you're driving home and you're sitting at the lights and you're like, oh, and you're singing and you're praising Jesus and you realize the window's down. And there's someone right next door to you. Who cares? Just keep going. Let it blurt out. Just let it blurt out. Matthew 12, for whatever is in your heart determines what you say. I like this quote I found from Pastor Mike Connell, a New Zealand pastor. He said, the words that we come into agreement with and then begin to speak forth, create and shape our future and our destiny. Who are we agreeing with? Who are we agreeing with? So I want to give you permission or even more than permission. I want to encourage you to make a racket of agreement whenever we're together. Make a racket of agreement. If you feel like agreeing with God, make a racket of agreement. When we're singing, make a racket of agreement. You know, so what if you sing out of tune? Just make a racket of agreement. Call it a racket of agreement. Don't even have to call it singing. Just call it a racket of agreement and just start getting before Jesus. Just let the passion flow. Respond to truth. When something connects in you that's truth, just let it out. Let it accomplish its purpose. You know, as we let it out, it takes root in us. And it's encouraging. It's encouraging for those around you. It's one of the reasons we come together is to be encouraged in our faith. It's encouraging for those around you. When you go, yeah, that's right. Thank you, Jesus. I believe that. That's true. When you respond verbally, I think you'll find a few things happen. I think, number one, you'll find that truth is embedded in your heart. When I agree with something, not just nod, wink, I, I write notes. And, and I write notes when people are preaching because it helps me take it in. But I've got to remember when I'm writing notes that it's, the Bible didn't say as I write it on the page, it'll sink in. It'll say, it says, as I say yes, it'll sink in. It'll take root. And I've got to write and I've got to stop and I go, yes, that's right, that's true. Miss a few notes, too bad. Yes, that's right, that's true. I agree with that. Truth will embed in your heart. It'll just make you feel good. And that's okay. It'll make you feel good. Much cheaper way to feel good than other ways. It'll make you feel good. I like this too. You'll no longer be a spectator, but you're then adding to the environment. You're killing that consumer thing. You know that consumer thing? That consumer thing's like, impress me. Bring it on. See how good the band is tonight. See if they can impress me or not. See if the preacher makes sense or if he's just some bald-headed idiot. You know? That's consumerism. Impress me, impress me. But, but when we're like, amen. Yes, I agree with that. That is good. That is good. Suddenly we are 
creating the environment of faith. We're releasing. I like what Jan did at the start, getting people out the testimony. She's creating environment of faith. People are verbalizing. They were praying. They were verbalizing their tr- the truth. They were verbalizing their conviction. It creates faith. You'll encourage. At very least, you will encourage the speaker. It's quite a good thing. I tell you, as someone who speaks a bit, that when people really get behind you when you're speaking, it pushes you into depths and into the spirit in a way that releases stuff in places that you never intended to go. Because at that point, you're just flowing with God and people are cheering you on as you flow with God and it releases something of the divine. Releases something of the divine. There's an old saying that the people get what they deserve. And that's true in many respects. And I'm not saying that negatively, but what I want to say is if you're going, oh, you know, that speaker's a bit dry or whatever, you encourage them and you start to watch what comes out. You start to watch. Verbal acknowledgement of God's truth is effective spiritual warfare. It's, a, it's effective spiritual warfare. The devil only wants you to speak and agree with lies. Because when you speak and agree with lies, you are creating the atmosphere in which you live and which affects those around you and around me. But when we're speaking the truth of God, when we're agreeing with the truth of God, when we're saying yes and amen to the principles of God, and when we're going, engaging with Jesus, we're releasing the kingdom of God. That's what the Bible says, loose and bind, loose. It's loosing the kingdom of God. And my final thought there is, you'll encourage those around you. People like to be around infectious people. People like to be around those who are passionate. Passion people are my favourite people. Like to be around passionate people. Matthew 19, 28 says, uh, sorry, 18, 19 says, I tell you this, if two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. The power of agreement. The power of verbal agreement. Mark 11, I tell you the truth. You can say, say, you can think to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown to the sea. And it will happen. No, no. You, if you say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. It will happen. So, I understand that it may be rude to talk while you're in a movie. I, I understand that that's rude. It annoys me. When people next to me talking, when people next to me are eating popcorn, I hate that smell. It drives me nuts drives me nuts. I'll let you have your popcorn as long as you don't talk. I hate that, you know, they talk, especially if they've seen it before. Oh, watch this bit, watch this bit. It's like, shut up already. When people talk in a movie, it is rude. When people talk in a show or a concert, it's rude. You know, there's a performance happening. When people talk back to the teacher or the tutor or the lecturer while they're teaching, it's rude. But we're in church. We're in church. It's okay. We're not in a movie. We're not in a show. We're not in a lecture. Now, yes, it is rude to talk all the way through church to the person sitting beside you about nothing. That is rude. Just clear that one up. That one's rude. Okay? 
But outside of that, outside of that, churches are different. Church is about participation. Church is about encouraging one another. As we gather, it's about lifting each other up, championing each other on, and releasing the atmospheres of heaven amongst us. And that comes through the power of agreement. So the Bible says there's power in the tongue. The Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen. And the power of verbal agreement is a biblical principle. Don't let anybody tell you any different. It is a biblical principle that we need to make some noise when we get together. Good? Amen. Great. Did you know that our salvation is based on a verbal agreement. It says if you acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Saviour, acknowledge, it doesn't say if you nod, if you wink, if you nudge. It says says, you speak, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. He takes us from a lost eternity to a found eternity. He takes us from hopeless to being filled with hope. He takes us from no peace to being filled with peace. He takes us from a hopeless life to, being, to living a life that is filled with hope. And it's not about a magic prayer that you might say, but when you say a prayer of receiving Jesus Christ into your world, it is agreeing with the promises of God verbally. And it releases the power of heaven. To save. And I wonder if there's any person in here tonight and you wouldn't yet say that you're walking with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're curious. But tonight you would like to start a journey with Him. You'd like to start a relationship. You'd like to get on the, on the road with Him. You'd like to find out more about who He is and you'd like to commit your life to Him. Or maybe you're here tonight and you know, you've stepped back for whatever reason and You're just not journeying in with them right now and there's a stirring inside of you tonight to get on the front foot and step up and go again. What I love with God is He just gives us another go and another go and another go and another go. If we blow it, we blow it. He says, come on, let's go again. Let's go again. Let's go again. And tonight I think there's some people in this room that need to say, Jesus, I agree with your claims. Jesus, I want to step back into relationship with you tonight. Jesus, I want to step into relationship with you for the first time tonight. And heaven will be unlocked on your life. Now, I'm not promising you a bed of roses. I never said that. Sometimes being a Christian is really tough. But the atmospheres of heaven will be unlocked on your life. You'll walk with Jesus Christ as your companion. The Holy Spirit is given to us. He's with us 24-7. We get to live life with this incredible privilege of knowing God. And what a privilege it is. Can I ask you to bow your heads just for a moment, please? Tonight, if you know you need to accept Jesus into your world for the first time, or perhaps you've done it before, but you've stepped back for whatever reason, and tonight you're going, you know, now's the moment. I need to get back on. I need to go again. I need to go again. I need to walk with Jesus again. If that's you, in just a moment, I'm going to ask you to lift your hand. 
And when you lift your hand, you're saying, Jesus, I choose you. And I'm not going to single you out tonight, but after this, we're all going to stand together and we're going to agree together. If you're choosing Jesus tonight for the first time or you're saying, Lord, I'm getting things back on track, I want you to lift your hand in just a moment. You're not lifting your hand to me, you're lifting your hand to Jesus. You're responding to him. And you're saying, okay, Jesus, here we go. Tonight, if there is anyone in either of those two camps and you want to say, okay, Jesus, here we go. Can you please give me a wave? Just let me see your hand. I'm only going to wait a couple of seconds. Thank you. See your hand. That's great. That's great. Make sure I see your hand if you've got it up. Fantastic. Another five seconds. Come on, if it's you tonight, respond to Jesus. Fantastic. I've seen one person lift their hand tonight. Can we all jump to our feet? Heaven celebrates when one person gets right. But Jesus, let's give them a big hand. like to pray with me? Jesus, I thank you that you went to a cross on our behalf. I'd like to f- follow me. Jesus, I thank you you went to the cross on our behalf. Tonight I recognize that and I say thank you. I agree with the promises of Scripture that say when I put my life in your hands, You will set me on a new path. I thank you that you've destined me for eternity with you. I thank you that you've cleaned up all the stuff in my life that's not right. That before you, today, I'm pure and clean. Thank you. Help me walk according to your ways. Help me get to know you. Help me get to love you more and more. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 On your feet, I'm going to ask the band to come back. Thanks, guys. And two things. One, we're going to spend a bit of time singing, worshipping, and As you sing, as you worship, we are agreeing verbally with the promises, with the truths of God. There's power, incredible power in that. But I want to throw out a a challenge, I suppose, lack of a better word, an invitation, encouragement, that every time we're together, let's be verbally responsive to the promises of God. Because as we do that, we will see something unlocked in the heavenly realms as we come together and we agree together we will see something of the power of God unlocked in the heavenly realms and you mark my words it will bring significant change not because it's my idea but because it's God's idea 
written all through the Scripture. The power of verbal response and verbal agreement releases the power of heaven into our situation. And I think I can safely say that everyone in this room would like to see God moving in a greater way. That everyone would like in this room would like to see miracles like we've never seen. Everyone in this room would like to see people coming to know Christ that we pray about, that we care about. Everyone in this room would like to see our city radically changed for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Let's start with agreement.
our city, God, let heaven come through every part of us. Let heaven come. Let heaven come. Let heaven allow heaven to come into our lives. I thank you that you are here right now. I thank you, Jesus, that you came, that you rose again. I thank you that you sent the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you that we get to live daily with you, that with you, Holy Spirit, we can partner with you, that you would allow heaven to come through you, through our lives, that we would be able to impart that we would be able to release heaven through our lives, in our lives, through our lives, into others. Thank you. Thank you. We agree with that together. Let heaven come. Let heaven come. Let your kingdom come. We agree together today. Let your kingdom come in our lives, in our city, in our nation, in the nation. Let your kingdom come. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege of living with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. I want to encourage um, some people. I, I, um, back when... When Aaron was was just saying um, something about singing a song, using our words, you know, and then allowing allowing God to speak to us, uh, I want to encourage. I, th- I believe that there's some people here today that uh, Father God is just He's wanting to speak into your life, but He first needs you to come before Him and to let it out to Him. He first needs you to take that step and and, and saying whatever is on your heart, whatever is the emotions that, you know, that we don't hold it back. Like Sheridan said, don't be fake, but let it out. Let, come before Him, let it out, whatever it is He wants. I just get that picture of of you there, face to face with your loving Heavenly Father. 
let it out before Him because He wants to speak into you. You know, I was, um, we were talking before, you know, and saying how amazing it is that we can come boldly into the throne room of God. We can come boldly into His presence. That is incredible. We can come boldly into His presence because of what Jesus has done. We can come boldly into the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father. So I want to encourage you, if that's you here today, I mean, we all need to encourage each other to continually come boldly into His presence because He loves it. He loves spending time with us. He wants to speak to us. But I believe that there's some in particular here tonight that He's saying, come on, come boldly in. Yes, I am God Almighty. Yes, I am holy. But I have made a way for you to come. I want you to come, let it out, say what you want to say, let it out, but then allow me to talk to you. You need to be in a place of surrender, let it out, and I want to speak to you. And get ready, get ready to listen. Read His Word, get ready to listen. He wants to speak to every one of us. Isn't that great? Do you agree? Yes, love it. Power and agreement. Fantastic. Well, I want to agree with the Word right now. I want to declare this Word over you from Numbers 6, verses 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you His favour and give you His Yes and amen. Yes and amen. And we get to release that. We get to receive it and we get to release it this week. Let's enjoy receiving that. Let's enjoy coming boldly into His presence. Let's enjoy that and let's enjoy what He's going to release through us. Let's be expectant. Like Chris said this morning, we want to be sheep, don't we? If you weren't here this morning, you need to listen to the podcast. Fantastic. We want to be sheep, not goats. Sheep, not goats. (laughs) Awesome. It's been a good night, hasn't it? Yes, we're in for a great week. Yes. And if you are here for the first time today, we'd love you to pick up a welcome bag, a gift pack on your way out. That's on on the right-hand side is as you leave tonight. Thank you, church, for being purposed in your giving. I declare blessing. I declare overflow, blessing upon the givers in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you do through these finances that we give to you. Thank you, God, that we are a blessing, that we are called to be a blessing. We are blessed to be a blessing. Thank you, God. I declare blessing upon our homes, our city, and the nation, and in the nations, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have a fantastic, it's not a question for this week, if you have um, young ones, or, or this is for anyone actually, it's not a question, it's a statement. Find three people this week to encourage with your words. Isn't that good? Encourage with your words. Well, we need to agree, don't we, with the words and find three people to encourage this week with your words. I want to encourage someone right now. Tyra Palmer, I want to encourage you. Tyra, 
is an incredible woman of God. She is an amazing encourager herself. And so I want to say thank you, Tyra. You are a, a beautiful woman of God. May you be encouraged and blessed because you are an incredible blessing to others around you. And I believe that you blessed the youth on Friday night too. Was it Friday? Yes. Yes. So God, pour out your blessing upon Tyra. She's awesome. If you would like prayer for anything at all, please come to the front. Shall we party? Shall we party to finish? These guys have been standing up the whole night. Let's give them a hand. They're amazing. Are there any hangs tonight? Any official hangs? Maccas for the youth. McDonald's. Maccas Rotatuna for the youth. And anyone else that wants to tag along? No, just the youth. (laughs) (laughs) Young adults, invite someone home or go to wherever you want. Somewhere seemly, nice.
Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Can I get a yes? Yes. Kia ora.